guys. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Charlene Thompson. In today's episode, we are going to talk about technology and social media. So you could argue that social media is really bad or really good, and that's what we're going to look into today. I was really, really interested about this topic. I mean, I feel like I've always been very interested in this topic um, because I've grown up in a world of technology and social media, even in this world of technology, is still so new. And we don't know a lot of the long-term and short-term effects that social media has on you. So, I mean, I used to have some... uh, I used to have Instagram and Facebook, but I don't anymore. I just don't personally like to use social media that much, but I still have used it and have experience on it. So in today's episode, we're going to get into social media and the positives and the negatives of social media. And we're going to look at a few articles um, that I found really interesting to read and really great really great um i'm i have a little cold right now so excuse me if i'm coughing at all so the first article um i'll go through the list of articles i have the first article we're going to look at is called social media comes with good and bad sides balancing act of the benefits and risks of social media use by young adults with long-term conditions Um, I'm also going to say a little brief synopsis of all of these. So this article is basically going to be about a study of young adults that have long-term health conditions. Um, For example, if they have autism, that's who they're looking into. That's the group of people. They're going to study some the five key points about them and social media so they're gonna study relationships um comparisons the positives and the negatives um community emotions and knowledge so the information on social media if it's useful or if it's bad information um the next article we're going to get into is social media signal detection using tweets volume hashtag in sentiment analysis so this is going to go less into the positives and negatives of social media and go more into is social media what can we do with social media to benefit us the most so this is going to be a real look and like data and analyzing twitter so they're going to go through different three different algorithms to look into this and they're going to be talking about brands in this one um i won't spend as much time on this one than the other two and then the last article i want to look at is called social media and disaster risk reduction and crisis management this goes into if social media is good in a crisis or if it is bad and they're going to look at real life events that have already happened to conclude Excuse me conclude their um ideas so without further ado i've talked long enough about this we're gonna get into the first article um 
like I said, it's called social media comes with good and bad sides. This can be a balancing act of the benefits and risks of social media by young adults with health, long-term health conditions. Here. Let's see which. First, I want to get into some uh, real reactions that people have had with social media. Um, so I'm going to get into this one reaction. This is um, a genuine reaction made by someone named Zoe. So, quote, my friend who has complex regional pain sweat syndrome when she was finally diagnosed she literally just sat at home and wouldn't talk to anyone she met a girl on facebook in a support group and they are like best friends now it's so nice because she's got someone to talk to i can just see how happy she is having someone to share that with who completely understands end quote so this shows a good like a benefit to social media which I feel like a lot of people talk about all the negatives all the time. So this is a genuine reaction. And then I'm going to have one more quote made by someone named James. So, quote, I do find it helpful. I think a lot of people with irritable bowel irritable bowel syndrome share the same kind of stigma about not wanting to talk about it because it's something that people find gross or it's something young people love to talk about luckily with the internet there's a lot of support that you can get without having embarrassing yourself or be public about it in quote also another great review of social media There's a few sections in here. They have a section called community, fitting in versus feeling left out. And then they address emotions and all of that. Here, right now I'm looking for one quote that I found earlier. I do want to say, point out that these were 15 young adults, so it's not too many adults and they haven't fully gotten into, you know, more research, but this is a great paper to learn from. So in this, they're talking about what social media can do for relationships. So this is like the feeling of isolation versus face-to-face contact, seeing if social media will help, you know, a community fitting in, or like I said before, feeling left out. Social media can do both. Um, there's emotions, so inspiring versus distress. There's also knowledge. Um, is there useful information on here or is it all made up or fake? (coughs) 
also going to have one more quote in here. It's going to be, quote, participants describe both the good and the bad of social media, effectively weighing up the risks and benefits of its use and developing their own strategy for its use that maximizes the benefits and minimizes the harmful effects. This may shade some light on some contradictory findings reported in the wider literature, end quote. So the whole synopsis of this and what they concluded is that there are some good and bad sides there are risks and benefits in social media for adults or young adults I should say with long term health effects but they didn't conclude that it would be bad for them but they didn't conclude it would be good for them So I'm going to go on to the, the next article that I found, which was social media signal detection using tweets, volume hashtags, and sediment analysis. So sorry about this my computer just stopped loading um so while i wait for this to load i'm going to talk about they have three algorithms that they are going to be talking about so there's the threshold algorithm the gsn algorithm and the hybrid algorithm and i want to get into those three specifically while talking about this So I'm going to start with looking at the introduction and I'm going to do the first sentence of it. So quote, social media has brought a huge shift in people's behaviors and preferences in recent years. The social network is an electronic unity that permits the people to register themselves free of cost with their identity, end quote. Um, so in the beginning, they're talking about, they're starting to get into Twitter, Facebook, brands um okay so i'm going to get into a few of the algorithms just give me one moment Okay, we're going to look at the um, threshold algorithm. So this is considered the simple average algorithm. This takes into account long-term changes in um, mentioned volume. This is going to um, calculate historical data and calculate the mean of new data, which 
in this data, they're talking about number of tweets, um, hashtags, and frequently used hashtags. <laughs> Next, there's the GSN algorithm. Sorry, my computer froze. This algorithm describes the sequence of steps to detect a sing um, signal use. So for this algorithm, they're going to be talking about tweets in our data set and the date of those tweets along with the volume of those tweets. And then for our hybrid algorithm, they're going to take very close to the same algorithm. GSN and threshold algorithm. That's why it's called the hybrid algorithm. And so with all those three, I do want to let you know what they concluded. Again, this is about branding. So I'm going to do a quick quote here for you guys. Quote, the site aims to provide companions with a tool to check the recent signals, spikes in their business and brands. This is made to help businesses use social media in the right way. Um, but I didn't want to take too long on this one. So I'm going to get into the very last one for you guys, which is my favorite article. This is social media and disaster risk reduction in crisis management. This I think is one of the most helpful articles. This paper is going to review actual and or potential uses of social media for disaster emergency crisis. I am in the Red Cross Club, so I do know a lot about this. We use social media so much to reach out to people. First, we're going to get talking about the listening function. It's um, social media are able to give a voice to people who do not normally have one, end quote. Social media will, as they continue on with this, they're talking about how social media can help you uh, they, they help you, you know, reach out to more people than it would think possible because you can only talk to a limited amount of people, especially during um, the pandemic that we're having. There's a limited amount of people you want to talk to, you want to avoid getting sick. Um, so social media has helped so much throughout this.
Next, I'm going to talk about integration of social media into emergency planning. So I'm going to do this poll real quick. In a questionnaire survey, it was found that 80% of U.S. general public and 69% of online users felt that it would be beneficial for national emergency response organizers to monitor social networking sites regularly as they continue, um, end quote. So as they continue with this article um, and with this paragraph in particular, they are going to talk about disaster management. Um and the potential that social media could have if used properly in a crisis situation. Okay. Um, so they also do talk about the negative sides of social media. I'm going to do quote reported above are seven ways in which social media are useful and though which they show promise for development in the fields of disaster response end quote and i'm going to do one more quote quote however they do have a darker side whether this is done inadvertently or deliberately anyone who doubts the power of internet-based information to false information should type the words earthquake prediction into a search engine. The resulting sites are a mixture of those that purvey dispassionate scientists scientific information. End quote. So as I have already talked about um, closer to the beginning of this, um, in, and in the first article, they're talking about the false information that could be very misleading. And especially with disaster preparedness, you don't want to have misleading information that could lead to so many horrible things that we don't want. Quote, a further example is that of the massive surge in social media activity in the aftermath of Hurricane Sandy, which impacted the Atlantic coast of the United States at the end of October 2012. End quote. Um, in this quote, they're talking about a real-life event, of course, Hurricane Sandy in October 2012. Um, floods, and they're more getting into what the news had to say in that aspect. Of course, we've already kind of seen throughout our history, the news, people talking have not really been the best thing to have around. So they're kind of relating what has, hap what has happened in history to now to a few years ago um, and saying when social media, the news were not used properly and so they kind of go on about this for a little while so I'm going to get to a conclusion for this um, so basically in this they're talking about their data and it suggests that social media supports the influence of the existing public side um,
Um, they also wanted to know that there's only a few years of research into social media. Of course, social media is still relatively new. So, of course, there's not going to be too many years. Um, this is what they have concluded so far. Um, and they also state that they will continue to look into social media or future events, um, future potential events. So there are good sides and there are bad sides to social media. Um, we've looked at long-term health effects in adults, how social media has really created a community for them. We've looked how um, at Twitter and brands, and we've looked at some We've, looked, we've talked about some math. We've looked at some algorithms into those brands. And then we've also looked at a good side that social media could have for disaster preparedness. But we also looked at all the negative sides it has as well. So what I would like to conclude from this article is just to be aware of social media. Um, use it for good um, because there's so many things you can do with social media. Um, it's a wide community of people, but also you want to be very careful with social media. Um, which is what intrigued me so much about social media is how versatile it is. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in. And this was, this was really fun podcast so i'm very excited about it thank you so much and i will talk to you next time